Welcome to Trailer Trashing, the podcast where we review movie trailers. I'm your host, Joey Rinaldi, and joining me as they do every week is Charlie Waincheck, our executive producer, and my lovely, amazing, hilarious co-host, the funniest guy I've ever met, Derek Blythe. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm hungry. I smell bad. Need a shower real bad. Hello, America. Hello. Hello. Now that we're all... Hello. Hello. (laughs) So now that we're all here, uh, I'm so excited for this week's topic. We're reviewing original theatrical superhero movies. We're going way back. We're opening up the vault for this one. I'm so pumped. The vault? The, yeah, because it's old movies. It's like we have to like. Yeah, the vault. I I forgot that uh, we had this installed in each of our brains. We had a special surgery where they they put like a, a old time movie vault in our brains. Yeah, any anything when they want, like for instance, ESPN showing clips of like Michael Jordan. So they're like, from the vault, we're showing you Michael Jordan. We're kind of doing that, but with superhero movies. It's like I think other Love people. Love a good vault. Derek, you you would have said the joke, correct? Which joke? i understood the joke too i i just i like a good vault i was excited about when you said vault you got me excited all right so i'm really excited for these superhero movies because superhero movies in general are kind of ridiculous and the further you go back the more ridiculous they are and the first movie we're gonna watch today i kid you not it's called superman and the mole men right on sounds pretty good that's the bad guy the bad guys are mole people yeah, I feel like that's classic. Chuds. 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 <laughs> Cannibalistic chud? humanoid underground dwellers. Oh, right. Chud. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because like after like World War II when they dropped the A-bomb, everyone was just like, mutants are going to grow from the ground because of the bomb. Yeah, I mean. It, it sounds like Nazi propaganda. <laughs> we will make the Jews hide underground and in a hundred years they will emerge as a new species. <laughs> We will need the super Aryan man. <laughs> is, this too, is this too edgy for pods? Too edgy for podcasts. No, too edgy. No such thing. T-E-F-P. So there's something <laughs> fun I, I love about this. I, so Superman was played by George Reeves. And that got me really excited because I thought it was the Parallels guy. But that guy. Oh, I was going to ask. Who's, but, the par- who's the one that fell off the horse? Th- that's Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Uh, so that means. He also was Superman. Yeah, I know. There's been multiple Reeves in the Superman like legacy. If you if your last Whoa. name Reeves, odds are they're they're recruiting you for Superman. The Whoa, Reeves I know dynasty. someone whose last name is Reeves. Dude, this really good piano player, Nat Reeves. Can he, Nat can Reeves, he, he's awesome. Great guy. Maybe he's gonna be the next Superman. So I, I don't believe anybody knows about this movie. Like my dad, who's a diehard Superman fan, who claims to know everything about Superman, had no idea this movie existed. So I'm gonna give a, a little uh, it's before his time. Yeah, there's a little plot of what this movie's about. Reporter Clark Kent and Lois Lane are set to do a report in a small town called Silsbury, Kansas, because an oil driller discovered there's mutants. And that's the mole people. So, yeah, they're, they're going out there for the reporting, but, you know, like, wink, wink, he's Superman. Yeah. The well, first Superman movie ever is he goes to some random town. Yeah, it's not even Metropolis. He goes to a random town as a reporter. Tremors. What's that movie? Tremors with the worms. Kevin Bacon. I've never seen that. I thought you were just saying that it was like having Tremors. Is that you guys don't know Tremors? Uh, I've never seen it, Uh, dude. My mom doesn't let me watch Kevin Spacey movies. He's against like our religion. Kevin Spacey. 
Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, you dingus. I also don't watch Kevin Bacon movies. They're too provocative for me. The way he dances is really, it's too much. Yeah, Joey's not allowed to dance, so they don't let him watch Footloose. You would love watching him fight giant worms. Yeah, that actually sounds like a sick movie. It's an amazing series. Wait, it's a TV series? No, it's a movie, but they made a bunch of them. (laughs) Okay, uh, I think it's just time to finally watch this puppy. Can can we get the, the trailer for Superman and the Mole Men? Give it to me. Wherever the target is danger, into the fray leaps the mighty man of steel, racing with supersonic speed to exploding excitement, holding fearlessly into violence and villainy. No human onslaught can stay there. Super Invincible, zooming out of the skies and crashing through into the very teeth of hair-raising peril. A towering hero booming with super action. Born enemy of all evils, smashing through. His only shield, his super body. At every turn, slamming into breathtaking hazards, the superhero of them all. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a speeding locomotive. Leaping buildings in a single bound. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Fighting for truth and justice. See the adventures of Superman. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, man. I want to watch that. But imagine seeing that trailer and then he just goes to a town and fights mole men. That, that trailer did not give you anything about the movie, which I'm not not okay with. Like, I'm kind of okay with it because it's not about... There, was, there wasn't one mole man in the trailer. Yeah, it's true. No, you but, really but I, I kind of appreciate the trailer, though, because they realized what they had to sell. No, it was the first Superman movie ever, so they didn't really need to sell you on anything except for the fact Other that than Super- Superman. And, and yeah. they just leaned into it. They were like, "We got Superman, and, and that's it. Just come and see I, Superman." I, yeah, I, I, I really liked. That. I liked. I liked the classic Superman introduction line, which felt very classic yeah. in this too. Like leaping buildings in a single bound, faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah, that part was awesome. The rest, I was like, "What the heck is going on?" He's good. I he like crashed through a lot of the dinner. Yeah, he yeah. crashed through wall and stole breakfast, and then uh, he stood in. He grabbed the toast, stood in front of a <laughs> He's toaster, like the and the toaster exploded. He's never made toast before. <laughs> never made toast. Freaking alien! I am. I'm giving it a lot of leniency here because it's from 1951. So I feel like it's kind of like, yeah, they didn't really introduce anything other than like his abilities. And it was confusing, but they did get the whole like slogan down, like speeding bullet, single bound. Uh, Check for me. It was really, really entertaining from an early 50s trailer. Yeah, it's what you sure. want from an early 50s trailer. And like the reason why I'm really glad that they like introduced the cliches of him like diving and jumping and flying is because in this time period, there was not a lot of action movies. This was actually the first ever DC comic book uh, feature film. So well, I would say the- that it's a it it's different that it's a superhero movie, though. There's well, definitely a ton of action movies. Well, well Charlie, those, those are timeless. Charlie. Don't cut me off like that ever again. I was in the middle of an amazing point. This is gonna be legendary, and now I don't Am even I know. Fired? If I, I don't even know if I want to even say the point anymore. I, I was literally, I was juicing. I, I, I was like a, I was like a locomotive. I, I was going down the track, and he just totally threw me off course. I almost killed a innocent baby. <laughs> give me the, give me the facts. <laughs> All right, the, the facts is this. 
that at that point, I don't think they ever saw a movie where a guy flew before. Like right now, I've seen a thousand movies where there's flying people. So the fact that they actually had a shot of him flying in the trailer as a 1950s Joey and even as a 2020 Joey, I, I'm, I'm all in. I want to see this movie. I'm about it. I'm giving I'm giving that trailer like a 7.9. I, I would watch that movie. I feel like after the trailer, I would totally watch that movie. I, I would I watch it, it just to see these mole men. They weren't in the trailer. They must have been either really good or really bad yeah. looking at these. They didn't even talk about the mole men. It's just introducing yeah, it's Superman. Like, hey, 1951, have you ever seen any crazy shit like this? This guy can fly. He can look at water and it torpedoes it. He can look at a buzzsaw and it makes all the blades retract. I guess that's what happened in that He'll scene. He'll ruin your breakfast. He can crash through your wall and take your toast and you can't do shit. I'm going to give this like a six. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's a good six, not a bad six. You yeah, know I'm going to give it as far as a trailer alone, uh, like a 7.5. I agree with The movie right. is probably terrible, but the trailer is really good. The trailer is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Did they have Rotten Tomatoes back then? Did Rotten Tomatoes exist yet? But Rotten Tomatoes rates everything. But you want to hear how old this movie is? This movie is so old that this... How that, that, old that, is it? That that the, that the, that the, these characters like this version of Superman actually is following the timeline of a radio of a Superman radio show. Whoa, it's like anime and how they follow the manga, but like prehistoric. So this was like the movie for the radio show Superman that then became a TV show, and it's really messed up because the girl who played Lo, uh, Lois Lane. Oh wait, what's her name? Lana? No, Lois Lane. Lindsay Lohan. Lana Del Rey. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, the girl who played Lana Del Rey in this movie. They didn't cast her for the TV show. They casted everybody else, but they were like, "We need someone hotter than you." No offense. Wow, wow. The fifties are a canceled. True face for radio. <laughs> you know how old you know how old this movie is how old so, is it yeah it's so old that back then rotten tomatoes were just like bad fruit almost ripe tomatoes <laughs> that's when america was great again wait there that's so funny that you said it's a face for radio because they literally uh, uh t- replaced the the actress who played L- lot lois lang in the movie and in the TV show, they replaced her with the radio voice of Lois Lane. They were like, you're so bad that we'd rather have the radio girl than you. Oh, dang. So not, that's like really insulting. That's the most nothing insulting worse thing. than an ugly woman. <laughs> and that is the that's official, when America was official statement from Trailer Trashing LLC. Yeah, LL Cool There's J. nothing worse than an ugly woman. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Stick to radio. God, I'm probably going to end up with a radio voice one, one of these days. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Derek, uh, uh, because of last week when you were calling me that, that bad, bad word that I don't want to repeat. The biggest the, loser. Oh, no. Biggest I, loser. Biggest loser. South of the loser. equator. All right, well, because you traumatized me, I decided this week I'm out of Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even want to play it. I'm, and because we all tied this week, I really want a winner. And to ensure that we have a winner this week, no more Rotten Tomatoes for me. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna host the 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 the, the Rotten Tomato game, and I'll and I'll be the one who presents the reward of the show. But I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want you ridiculing me anymore. You literally <laughs> you literally threw me out of my favorite game. How does that make you feel? 
feel I feel powerful. <laughs> Just you and me now, yeah. Bucko Alpha. So, uh, so look so, at me, but I am the captain now, dude. Also, well, it kind of makes sense. Now. Yeah, that's Joey's the captain. It makes sense though because last time when we all tied, you were like, "Blame it on the system that makes it so possible," and it's like, you know what? It's true. Having three people winning a best out of three is kind of a bad idea. So we changed the system. I'm out of the system. I'm. I am the system now. I am the man. He got tired of losing. Oh my god! Big being the no. biggest loser. Please stop doing that voice. Let's just give me your tomato scores. Damn it! My perfect Australian. It did, <laughs> did we? Can you confirm that there are rotten tomatoes on it? Yeah. Retroactively. Yeah. Okay. There's retroactively like the mole men. I'm gonna give it like a forty. For, yeah, I see. Can't I'm, be that bad, but it can't be anywhere close to good totally like it's like i don't know how to think about this because like i gave it so much leniency for being from the 50s when i watched the trailer and it's like it's kind of like it's definitely not going to compare with like i don't know like the the batman series with uh with, adam uh, west or like anything like after yeah anything like it's so old it's like hokey you know what i mean so i'm gonna give it yeah it has I'm gonna value give it, in that like, yeah, it's true, but like that's a different kind of value. Yeah, that's <laughs> these aren't irony scores. Rotten Tomatoes not for irony. That's mystery yeah, science theater. Yeah, Rotten Tomato. They're, they're real. They're not funny people. Well, sometimes they have funny critic consensus, but that's it. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a thirty. What did you say, Derek? Forty. And Charlie's the big loser because Derek was right. It's a 36. He was the closest. Oh. You suck, Charlie. Derek, I still don't like you, but I respect <laughs> you for having a, the, the the winning answer. Um, today's You're big a bad answer, Joey. <laughs> Joey, you, 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 you built that up and you, you – you, I, I like put my hand in the air and then you said is the big loser. You're like, eh, Charlie. And I was like, yeah. I was sitting there like, yeah. And then you said <laughs> Joey, can you give me can you give me your best Australian today's biggest loser, please? Charlie is today's biggest loser. Oh my god! All right, god. well that was like <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how, but that was racist. <laughs> I don't do voices. I hate Australian. That's what I you. <laughs> you what? I hate Australian. Christ! Men. Christ! <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's move on to the. We oh, gotta no, move on to the. Mean. <laughs> Go ahead. We gotta. We need to move on to the review, and because we got to move on to the review, I got bad news. We don't have a Roger Ebert review for any of these movies because, as old as Roger Ebert is, these movies came out way before that guy was reviewing shit. But we, we I have a clip that Charlie, you should play. Click the, pick the. Click on the clip that I sent you and go to Siskel three and the Ebert and go to three minutes in. We there's a soundbite of Ebert talking about it. Go, it's around the three minute mark. I've never like, heard uh, his voice. Superman, he's gonna sound like that. <laughs> just like Superman, you know. It's just yeah. not a lot of fun. Yeah, go to okay, Charlie. Three minutes in. I, I'm on it. Ready? Here you go. The first time we're about to see, but they're bad in a way that shows that somebody was really trying. They, they didn't have any money to make a rocket ship, but they made the best rocket ship they could. <laughs> I like that. The spirit that's been lost. All right, and the, the wow, I've never so, seen. 
that was him yeah good looking guy that's that whole yeah. that whole series is them like uh you know like i really enjoyed kevin McAllister, but it's like you know can this kid really make all these gadgets and uh you know if you have a brick on your head you probably got some permanent brain damage i'm gonna get it a five out of ten <laughs> wow i would love after that i gotta watch it they're great <laughs> the best like look up uh like just a year in the 80s or 90s and then say look up like Siskel and Ebert like worst movies of that and they do like an end of the year just shitting Whoa. on movies for like, 30 <laughs> do you minutes think, do you think we'll ever get to be like them no Us? get out of here those guys are Siskel and Ebert of trailers I can see it now <laughs> I can see it now trailer reactions we're like the bare naked ladies and you just said do you think we'll ever be like led zeppelin like come on grow up count chocula peter pan can we at least be the bare naked zeppelins the bare naked zeppelins just a cloud of gas <laughs> it's a led zeppelin cover band that only plays the songs in the style of the bare naked ladies i kind of would love that yeah you would I kind of I hear it in my head. Like picture them doing Diet Maker, but in that if I had a million dollar voice, I I, I hear it. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. I think from that. Okay, yeah, I hated that, Joey. So, so wait, so I I, so, I found us so a review. What's the review? Should we that read was this? It? No, there's a review right here of Superman and the Mole Men from Lippert Pictures Inc., which I've never heard of. Lippert Pictures in the newspapers. Your your one source for the 1951 moving pictures. Here comes the review. This is a review from 1951. Yeah, I know. They gave it two and a half Whoa. stars. Yeah, we should read this. That's really cool. Yeah, Charlie, read this it up. Get, lay it on me. <laughs> I'm going to give the last paragraph because um, because that's what I do for the Ebs. So, <laughs> you mean Bobby Ebert? Yeah, Bobby Ebs. This is the last paragraph from 1951. This is an old paragraph. <laughs> As Lane, Coates is a suitably tough cookie ready to take a swing at her male attackers, and the manly Reeves brings warmth to his iconic characters. The action may not be world-class, oh, but Leonard Maltin's movie guide misremembers it. Superman does fly. Wow. They're like coming back at some other guy who, wow, how do you forget that? Leonard Maltin <laughs> was alive for this? He And he, he was not only alive, but he forgot that superman flew in this movie and wrote something saying that he doesn't fly one shot is animated and one is live the famous whooshing sound effect is in place and reeves takeoffs and landings were already convincing the man of steel also gets to bend a rifle and deflect bullets at the mole men's ray with his chest Sholem also anticipates later sight gags by giving a hobo a double take at the fantastic feats of Superman. Wow. This, you know, movie movie reviews have uh, have always been the same, you know, coming at you, giving some reviews. I like how my favorite part was was how they were talking about how realistic all of the action yeah, convincingly lands <laughs> and watching it. We only got like a second and a half of him flying. But at this point in time, like green screen wouldn't have been a thing. So, you know. It's it's like a <laughs> yeah, projection behind angling. him. I heard yeah. on Wikipedia they said they actually launched them out of a cannon. <laughs> no, well, that's I'm wrong. I'm kidding. I'm just happy from the review to learn <laughs> that the mole men have ray guns, so yeah, they have some. Uh, they have technology. Cathode ray tube. That's a, that's the kind of TVs they had back then. I think they have really racist Jewish accents. I hope. <laughs> 
dude, everyone was really fucking racist in that time period. Oh, the time. movies were racist. The music were racist. The porno was racist. It was all racist. It's crazy. Uh, Wait, I was Derek, trying to you... think of like how old my grandfather would have been during this, and I think he would have been like fourteen. Really? So yeah, he... a young. You have a young grandpa, man. My grandpa was he's born like in nineteen thirty-two. Yeah, he's thirty. My grandpa was born in nineteen thirty-two, so he would have been like twenty at this time. I don't even know my grandparents. I'm so jealous of you guys. Uh, so I'm just imagining him in <laughs> like... Condolences. I don't know when he learned English, but I'm imagining yeah. him in like swampy oh, Louisiana grandpa. finding a nickel or something and going to see Superman. I got to ask Where's him about Where's he from? That. Louisiana. But in the... But they... <laughs> he's Cajun. They didn't speak Cajun oh. until... They didn't speak English until... Um, uh, that his school like hit him until he knew English. Whoa, that's, that's not crazy. even an exaggeration. The nuns hit him until he knew English. <laughs> my my grandpa Cajun uh, is a dead uh, language now. Used to get beat up for being Jewish in the 30s and stuff. Well, he he was a well. That's baby in the 30s. that's his fault for being Jewish. <laughs> yeah, it's because the mole men don't take any sound bites from this episode. Anyone, please. <laughs> is there any? Is there any occasion uh, superheroes from Louisiana? No, the most I can think of is like the Cajun version of Christmas stuff. So they just took <laughs> like all the songs and all the like like night before uh, uh, night before Christmas. Like they and just they made spiced it them up. They spiced no, they just Cajun made style. like Cajun versions. I'm sure there is a Cajun superhero, but uh, it's just like <laughs> night before Christmas. But like they live on the swamp and like Santa Claus uh is in like an airboat with eight alligators uh or really? halamigators uh, yeah i'll send this you the real link. it's a lot of fun <laughs> that's um, wild and the the gators are named like boudreau and bozo and thibodeau it's a lot of fun <laughs> that's Dude, awesome i would yeah. love if derek starred in the movie cajun man in the moment and it's just the cajun same superman and it's the same exact movie just derek speaking cajun fighting they, these mole men they wouldn't have they wouldn't have mole men because there's no good they would be like nutria. Do you know what nutria are? No, tell me. They're gigantic. They're gigantic swamp rats. In the oh, movie. Cajun man versus the swamp rats. Yeah, I love that. Superman versus the nutria. So that is the conclusion <laughs> of the talk on Superman and the Mole Men. Now we got another movie. So remember how I said Superman and the Mole Men was the first ever. The theatrical feature film of um, DC Comics. Yes. So we're going to watch the trailer of the 1943 Batman. And I know what you're thinking. That's before the Superman movie. I can explain. I was thinking that Not exactly. DC. I can explain. No, Batman is DC. But this uh, movie that, that we're going to watch everything, though. Is, a, is a serial movie. So there's basically 15 chapters. And like every week they would show a new chapter of the movie in the movie so it's basically a tv show that was in movie theaters essentially wow did it take place like before a full-length movie i don't know yeah maybe full-length movies because that's ba like how looney tunes started and stuff the little oh, thingy but this was like the first live action batman that made in the movie theaters it, it was a pretty pretty big deal <laughs> okay you, you had to do the larry david didn't you had to do the larry <laughs> david and uh, I'll give us a little background on this movie before we watch the trailer. This movie is Bat 
Batman, listen how great this is. Batman is a secret agent for the U.S. government, and he's assigned to defeat this Japanese spy, Dr. Darko, who's, uh, who's operating in Gotham City during the height of World War II. Darko has recruited all these American traders as henchmen to help him stop Superman. Uh, Batman, I mean. Oh, this is already <laughs> going to be racist. Oh, you know it. Everything, everything that they made was propaganda for like the country you were in at that point. Like, I mean, I used to. So I had a weird childhood, and most of the content I was allowed to watch on TV was from this time period, like the fifties and after, like you know, black and white, and um, <laughs> and pretty much like I would watch like a ton of the Three Stooges, and like everything from like the World War Two era was like really anti-Japanese. So they would like there was like this one episode that I distinctly remember where. Uh, they were like walking around trying to find someone who was like hiding and it was like this kind of scary thing. I was so young, so I don't really remember so many details, but I do remember that they were like, it must be a Jap. We got to find a Jap. And they were like hunting a Japanese person. And that was the entertainment. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I had like <laughs> a book from my school library in elementary school. I'm remembering now. And it was written in that time and they refer to them as I don't even want to say they referred to them as slant eyes. It's like some kid growing up in the forties during the war. And so I thought slant uh, eyes was a vagina. It's just a whispering eye. No. <laughs> so I remember checking this book out in my elementary school and reading it and like getting excited, reading about the war and stuff and like pretending I'm in the book and my mom's making dinner. And I'm like, look out mom, the slant eyes are coming. <laughs> she was like so mad. She was like, Wait, you imagine ever, ever say that ever? Imagine cool. living in a world where everyone is reading the same stuff and also reacting the same way to it. But it was like no one's mom was like, "Don't say that." They're like, "Oh, very well, darling." <laughs> Derek, I mean Derek, I love that. Uh, you, very you, good. Yes, Derek, I love that your mom is from Louisiana and got mad at you. I'm glad there's some good what? people in the South. <laughs> well that's uh it's pretty messed up take a lot of that's offense to that hey. yeah come on you're 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 you're, you're talking shit about we're, the south we're, I we're, actually, I don't... we're dirty swamp people but you know we can we're modern dirty swamp people <laughs> i, didn't I mean, can say that and not you i did not mean to offend <laughs> you before we watch the trailer there's one more fun fact i feel like we, we all have to hear um you know why in this movie batman is a secret agent right why because it was illegal back then to produce movies that showed characters that took the law in their own hands. So the only way they could oh. they could legally have Batman be a superhero is if the government was in cahoots with him. <laughs> Vigilantalism. No, anti-vigilantalism. Vigilantalism. So without any <laughs> right, let's watch without further ado, let's fucking watch 1943. Yeah, the, no the, more the, ado necessary. All right, I'm doing I've it. Had a, I've had quite enough ado, thank yes. you. All right, all right. I, I'm done with the do's, the don'ts, and the datas.
Tadaka, humble servant of His Majesty Hirohita. By divine destiny, my country shall destroy the democratic forces of evil in the United States to make way for the new order. And the page, step up to him. Slap his face. <laughs> step back. Why, you devil? There's so much to unpack here. Yeah, so that was much. really not badass at all. I just have to no, say, you know, he's just like a fat guy. Yeah, <laughs> fat white the, guy. The he's first like 45. thing, like, I, I myself am not the most into superhero movies. However, Batman throughout my whole life has always been my favorite, and I've seen mostly all of like the modern Batman movies. I've seen like all the ones with um, uh, what's that guy? <laughs> I can't Christian remember. Christian uh, Bale. Uh, I've seen those, but I'm talking about the ones that were uh, directed by in the in the 90s. Uh, oh, oh, the Tim Burton ones. Tim Burton, yeah, I love Tim Burton. With George Clooney. But what I'm saying is that you go into a, a superhero movie, and it's like, uh, especially my friends. I have some friends that are into superhero movies, and they're always like, "I want to watch a movie with like a really jacked, badass main superhero character," and like if 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 that's what people who like superhero movies are looking for, this is not that at all. <laughs> no. Dude, so so let's start off with the bad guy, Dr. Daka. He Dr. Was, Daka. He was a, a white lot. guy. That was a white guy trying really you hard to squint his eyes. Really? So you don't have to tell me that was – that was so, so clearly not an Asian person. I don't know if that's more racist or less racist than having an actual Japanese person. He's – a, a white guy squinting, not makeup, squinting. Just trying his best to squint. Dressed as Gomez Adams doing a Marlon Brando impersonation. Yeah, and he that's was so his clearly Japanese not accent. an Asian person. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, what, what I was saying before about how I watched a lot of like TV and stuff from like the, the 50s and like early black and white stuff. I used to watch this show when I was a kid called Charlie Chan. And that was a mystery like show where like charlie chan was this detective guy who was like you know some sort of encyclopedia brown type who could always solve the case yeah and he was japanese yeah and it was played it was a white guy playing a japanese guy and and they used makeup on him and i was like convinced as a child that that was an asian person when someone told me i was like surprised but this was like not it was just a normal like like a normal white looking dude like they didn't make him up or like charlie chan they like put like the mustache and like made him up to look like some sort of japanese stereotype this dude did not look like anything other than like anyone else who was a white guy at that time period he, he was just like doing a, a bad accent yeah it looked like a cuban guy or something and he just like made zombies to line up and slap batman Wait, guys, yeah, was... I just looked up quotes on the movie. There's a quote when Dr. Docker reveals his big plans and Batman responds, that kind of plan fits the color of your skin. <laughs> That's so yeah. bad. Oh, well, I mean, no. it's like pretty on par with everything from this time period. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, it was pretty wild. To yeah. See so it. to recap the trailer, if you didn't watch it yourself, 
It's just Fat Batman tied up by a guy who's not Japanese, who claims he's Japanese, making all these people, even a pretty girl, beat up Batman. But then Batman kind of saves the day. But he falls at what off a building. He saves. Yeah, yeah, he he does fall off a building. He and, rolls off a building. Like, even though he saves the day, he comes across so racist that they're like, you're not even our hero, even though you did save our lives, you racist asshole. Well, that was that was very heroic back then. People found that to be very heroic. <laughs> to be racist. Um, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, come on. This is the 40s. Um, also, I think this is it was it was funny because um, it was the seriously pajama superhero people like he was wearing like the least badass superhero Super suit wrinkled. i've ever seen in my yeah, it, was... it was it was just pajamas it was pjs it wasn't even lingerie pjs like 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 he's not making anyone turned on by that and normally a man in a costume gets me sexually like on you know put on a fireman suit or anything i'm in it but like what Batman was wearing was – it was embarrassing. It, it honestly it, – it's like when you like – you go to a school play and they didn't put any money in the wardrobe. That's what that looked like. Yeah, it was yeah. – It's like my f- five-year-old like uh, – You have a kid? Uh, no. It's my my personal <laughs> five-year-old experience at Halloween in a Batman yeah. costume from Walgreens. Look at how much technology has improved. Back then, That the, the type of – like they're able to produce this technology now for children. That's how that's how the technology has come. Just imagine it's like someone getting out of Batman 1943 and going into a time machine and then walking into Avengers Endgame. Oh my god, they wouldn't handle it. <laughs> would it they would vomit to death. <laughs> that's badass. Now that Now that's pretty badass. I don't care. That's way more badass than either of the superhero movies you just watched is vomiting to death. That is actually the uh, the plot of one of my favorite bands albums is called Murder of the Universe by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. If you were looking for a recommendation while you're cooped up in quarantine, that is an album about this guy who makes a machine because he's a robot and he wants to be able to vomit again. And the machine goes crazy and fills the universe with vomit and the, destroys the entire universe. Derek, uh, Charlie, I love that album so much. I listen to it when I brush my teeth. I listen to it when I eat dinner, even when I jerk off sometimes. It's my favorite album. Glad to hear it. It's a great album. Never heard it before, but I, I will do all those things to it later tonight. I really hope so. What's, are we doing the next one now? No, we didn't even give it the rating. Let's rate it. I, I'm giving that a, a, a one. I'm giving it a hard one. This is a hard metric. Um, if I rate it well... Am I racist? No, because I uh, gave if I rate it badly, one. did I not get any emotional or or entertainment value from it? I did. I had a lot of yeah. entertainment value from it, educational value as well. So, how do you put that into a number between one and ten? This is what I'm thinking. I gave the last one. I was really entertained by the Superman one. And um, I didn't have any like issues because there was not really any like overt racism, but um, I, I it wasn't by any means a good trailer for a movie, but it like got leniency points for being from the fifties. And this is from 1943. This is like a, almost fully 10 years before that. Uh, so like you a have to America. 
Yeah, it's like you have to adjust for inflation. All right, I love I love that we're really thinking about this and taking our time with it. But uh, the more I think about it, the harder it is to make. Just, a, just give me a rating. Close your five. eyes and just just thrown out of five. Up. Five it is. Give it a six out of ten. I'm I, yeah. I'm giving it a one. I hated that fucking trailer. And uh, now give me a Rotten Tomatoes. Got no value you. out of it. I got zero. Yeah, come on. I don't believe oh, no. you hated it that much. You bastard. I hated it. It, it, I, it was awful. When, I'm, when I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to just be angry in bed thinking, why did I watch that dumb, stupid trailer? And, and I thought it was hilarious. I mean, like, it was, it was not cool that they're racist back then, but it's not the 40s anymore. Like, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's it was, different. It was very, it was so on the nose. It, it was like if I was making a show right now, and we had to cut back to a racist thing someone did in the 40s, it would be like exactly the same beats as that as yeah, that trailer It's had. like a time capsule. It has value in that it's a time capsule. Charlie, I'm going to give it a one because I'm all about the TNA. And the last movie trailer, Superman, his Superman suit was so tight you could see his whole, all of his muscles. This Batman, he didn't even have muscles to show off in the hot suit. And it, with the suit itself wasn't even that hot. I love TNA. No TNA. Give it a one. I stand by it. Neither tits nor ass. <laughs> yeah, I basically uh, have a, a running tally of how many times Joey has said he's hard while he's watching these movie trailers, and it's high, very high. So I get, I guess, if Joey's not turned on, he's not. Going yeah, like I it. think that's Joey's scale. It's the one to ten horny scale of these trailers. <laughs> yeah. So do they have Rotten Tomatoes? Is this is this something? Is this yeah, it, everything's on Rotten Tomatoes. Give me a Rotten Tomato score, motherfuckers. Um, I'm going to go, um, this go has got to have like a 30. I'm going to go for like 12. What, what did you give Charlie? I said a 30, which I feel like. Derek's oh, probably Derek is today's big loser because that was a 61. Charlie came closer. Wow. You wow. It was a 61. You suck. Wow. How does See, that I guess, you know. You can get you can you can watch something like this and and like it for what it is. You don't have to be like, if I like this, I'm racist because it's not how it works. So if they gave it a sixty, you then know, they're racist. Yeah, they're racist. Again, there is no Roger Ebert to go along with this, but we found some sort of trailer. It can, uh, not review. I mean, uh, Charlie, can you read us something from this review? Is this the Batman? Oh, yeah. It has to be the Batman review. I hope it's okay. the Batman review. <laughs> Two words. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here it is. Um, the Dick Grayson Robin character was terribly cast and detracted from the whole movie. Bruce Wayne Batman was slightly better, but a little silly for the role. Neither showed any real athletic ability <laughs> during the entire 15 <laughs> <laughs> Of course, Batman and Robin capture dr daka in the end of the film but uh but the film itself itself lacked any of the charm that the adventures of captain marvel by republic films had all in all this was a dud of a series that also ran very long at 15 chapters instead of 12 well what do you know they didn't like it okay <laughs> so yeah how the hell does it have a 61 percent if even 1943 audiences didn't like it is this from 1943 oh i assumed as much i i don't have the link I think this is some sort of like retroactive review. And that's the like only modern. problem they had? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he's a fat piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't athletic enough. Daka was amazing. Yeah, I think I think to to be fair, if you're going to review this, you have to just 
take the bad guy as he is like the this was like in 1943 this is like the world war ii wasn't even over so like uh this is just like you know there is a lot of american propaganda in uh media and uh like things Makes sense. Watch, especially like, back then even so. even in recent memory we have what south park like team america world police where every arabic person just says durka 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 muhammad jihad so that's in the last 20 years. And, so yeah. And, and like say? American sniper, any type oh, of yeah. war movie, th- these are all propaganda. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anything with Bradley Cooper in it is probably propaganda. I stand by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I stand by it too. But before Derek, we... you got to get behind us on this. <laughs> yeah, all right. Bradley Cooper is a propaganda machine. Silver lining playbook. It's a whole movie trying to convince you to kill Arabs. <laughs> What's going on? That's the tagline. <laughs> Before we move on to Spider-Man, I, I, I do need to tell you guys a few things I learned about this movie while I was researching it because this stuff is too good. This movie was controversial when it came out because I guess in all the comic books, uh, Alfred is fat and clean shaven. And this one made him really skinny with a mustache and attractive. And they were like, we can't have a good looking Alfred. And like people really? were pissed about it. Yeah. The original Alfred was not like, cause I feel like everyone knows Alfred to be skinny with the tuxedo and the, like the pencil mustache. Oh, this movie changed the game. Whoa. This movie invented three things that has stuck in Batman history. The first one was Alfred being skinny and a mustache. The second thing they invented they invented the fucking Batcave. The Batcave was not in comic books. This movie invented that. Are you sure? The bat, the, okay, Spider-Man 1977 invented the Batcave? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was wrapping up Batman. Yeah, oh, wrapping okay. up Batman. And this is the last fact. I think I told you guys this already. It's too funny to not share with everyone. Um they couldn't. Ha- they didn't have enough money to make an actual Batmobile, so they just bought a black convertible Cadillac. And whenever Bruce Wayne was driving it, the convertible top would be down. But then when Batman was driving it to make it the Batmobile, he would put the top up, and that was the Batmobile. Wow. Hey, well, you got to do what you got to do. This was Watch Mojo's top three things that Batman nineteen forty three reinvented. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty – it's like cars are super expensive to like for anything. So it's like it's kind of crazy how sometimes movies literally have like a fleet of cars as props. It's like most people just have one for transportation. You know what I'm just now realizing? Yeah. The actor that played Batman was probably a fat piece of shit because everyone in shape was overseas fighting the war. That is a good point. Those heroes, like truly even, heroes. even actors, they were all drafted. Yeah, like Elvis. this was the best they could do. He was the he was the Leo DiCaprio of Hollywood in forty three, probably. <laughs> Everyone else was dead. What's are we? Is the next one Spider Man? Is that what you said? Dan? Yeah, we're making a huge change. We're we're switching from DC to Marvel, and Marvel's first ever. Uh, theatrical uh, superhero movie came in 1977 with Spider-Man. 
And this Fuck movie, yeah. nothing better than mustaches from the seventies. I am, I have high hopes for the the facial hair. And guys, this movie actually is a TV movie, but it counts as a theatrical movie because all around Europe and Australia, they played in movie theaters. Well, good to know. So, uh, without <laughs> any further ado, should we watch the the trailer of a nineteen seventy seven Spider Man? Yeah, I'm ready. No more dues for me. Thank I'm pretty you. hard up. I'm jacked up. I'm ready to see some some shooting webs. The world's favorite comic book hero, followed by 84 million readers a year. Now, he comes alive. For the first time on the screen, you'll see it all. The spectacular adventures of the amazing Spider-Man. do the things a spider does, you know, climb walls and, and spin webs, and he's very, very strong. You've heard about him. You've read about him. Now, you'll see him in action. Kill him. No challenge is too great. No enemy is too strong. The most popular, most daring, most exciting superhero in the entire world. At last, he comes alive for his most incredible adventure. Now, Spider-Man takes on a madman who's turning the streets into a siege of terror. More and more people are being mysteriously hypnotized into threatening the entire city and destroying themselves. Look up high as one man does the impossible. He uses all his fantastic spider powers to battle the most evil forces ever imagined. Astounding live action excitement. The super adventure of everybody's favorite superhero. Spider-Man. Now, he lives. Okay. Okay, he can do the things a spider does. Uh, Climb walls, spin webs, and he's very strong. I can't (laughs) believe I gave Batman a one. Because whatever Batman was, was a thousand times better than that trailer we just saw. That trailer... As a trailer itself, it was not good. I, I didn't like all of the weird... They had like five things on the screen at once. And... Uh, and now not so much necessarily to do with the trailer, but I think something I attribute to Spider-Man is like, he's kind of witty, not maybe like a, a Deadpool, but like he's, he's always like kind of talking to himself and saying like some catchphrases. Yeah. He's a funny teen. Yeah. So this lacked that entirely. And it seemed like a lot more like he was like actually like a spider, which I guess makes sense, but he didn't, he was silent and he would like stick to the wall and wait for someone to come over and then he'd kick him in the face. And I was like, what, what is going on? Like, this is like not badass. Wait, I, I can tell you why there's no scenes of him talking. It's because they couldn't like have the right equipment to like have somebody mic'd up, I guess, while in a costume. So all the talking parts of Spider-Man is when he's not in the costume. That's a very 70s problem. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. They, I feel like they could overdub and it would be fine. Yeah, they, they chose not to do it for the movie. I think they figured it out for the TV show that this movie, this movie was, again, was like a pilot for the TV show. 
He also looked super wonky. Did you see his face when he was standing up straight? <laughs> no. His eyes looked crazy. They were like going separate ways. And also like the walking on the walls did not look very realistic at all. That looked bad. Yeah, it looked terrible. It's like they put no energy or thought into that trailer or maybe the movie itself. They were just like, we just got to give people Spider-Man somewhere or another without thinking about it. And honestly, as Spider-Man is my favorite superhero of all time. And that if I saw that movie for the first time as my intro to Spider-Man, I would never, ever like Spider-Man. I would hate Spider-Man. I'm a Batman guy. I'm a Spider-Man guy. I agree that this didn't make me like Spider-Man anymore. Um but uh, I'm going to give this trailer, I'm going to give it like a three. This is the worst trailer, I think. I'm giving this another one. Two ones in oh, one day. I'll but I'll give it a three. Oh, um, right. that movie, that trailer was so bad. If you didn't see the trailer, you did, You don't have to. It was just a guy trying to be Spider-Man. It's like when your little sibling or nephew dresses up as Spider-Man for Halloween and like, he tries to do Spider-Man stunts, but he doesn't know how to do Spider-Man stunts. That was this movie. That movie was just that. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was like very strange. And like, I think the, the they, they made the suit wrong because it made his face look wonky. So I think they probably did try really hard, but like that it it, it was it, it didn't work out. Okay. I, I'm reading about the movie right now. And I'm going to give you just quick stuff to let you know how much, how shittier this movie is. First off, Mary Jane. Not in the movie. The love interest is some lady named Judy Tyler. I've never heard of Judy Judy Tyler before. Judy Tyler. Who Judy Tyler fuck? puts out. <laughs> Mary Jane doesn't. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Mary Jane's a good girl. This girl's kind of a, a slut. Who knows? Um, uh, the bad. Wait, can we? The bad guy in this guess, movie. If you like, keep telling us how bad it is, we're gonna like have some sort of idea of just how bad it is. You know what I mean? I feel like this one, this is, we're tied up here. This is for all the marbles. I just want to guess because, you know, my 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 score for Rotten Tomatoes is only getting lower with all these wait, facts. Wait, let me give you one more thing and then I'll stop. The bad guy in this movie is a guru. A guru. I don't even know if gurus have bad bones in their bodies, but uh, he's a guru who can mind control people. And in the description, it goes, he can mind control people, even doctors and lawyers. <laughs> oh no that's a threat to the, american the way of life biggest bastions of mental fortitude are nothing compared to this guru who i assume is under the employ of wilson fisk it looks like oh mr fisk it just showed a businessman in the trailer i thought it wasn't fisk from uh daredevil uh, i don't know but he's like spider-man's big um you know, he's the he's maybe it's from the same. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to look this up later. He brainwashed people to commit suicide. He couldn't kill people himself, but he could make other people kill themselves. Murder is illegal. Yeah, you don't want he's breaking. He's not breaking the law by doing that. You can hip, hypnotize someone if you if you persuade someone to then that's illegal. But if you hypnotize them, then yeah, you're good to totally go, friend. Cool. Yeah, but... bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> Belgians in the Congo. Give me your Rotten Tomato scores. We're all tied up, and I want to know what you guys did. I'm going 25. Derek? 61. I think you guys tied. How? The score is 42. And he said 61, and I said 25. Oh, I guess no, I, I, I guess Charlie wins. I win. Does Charlie That's win? That's right. 25, I said, and you add 20, you get 45. 
um, which is <laughs> Matt's <laughs> one. I think I win. Yeah, I, I, I think know. I won. I, think I win guys, this one. I think you guys need to to jelly wrestle in, in a pool full of jelly in order to find out who actually wins. I think you just made that oh, up. Oh, man, six That's feet not apart. A thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, I yeah. have a selfish <laughs> fantasy. I want to see you guys in a pool of jelly fighting. I don't know why you won't let this happen. It could be fun for all of us. That's true. I don't think it wouldn't be fun. So, you know, maybe I once the uh, quarantine fun. is over. <laughs> it might be. You, haven't, you have to try. Give it a shot. I don't have to. All right. <laughs> Just read the review and, uh, and I'll leave my fantasies out of the podcast from now on. <laughs> yeah, get your dirty mind out of here. Uh, okay. I he does everything a spider can do. He can <laughs> climb walls, he can spin webs, and he's really strong. <laughs> that, that is the whole movie review. So Robert Ebert doesn't do this one either. Robert Ebert do, a, doesn't do it either. Shame. Okay. All in all, Spider-Man 1977 is a fun film. The plot is decent and well-placed. This sounds generous. Especially given that this film uh, was made to be chopped into smaller episodes. Hammond is engaging as Peter, and he gets to show off much of the traits that make Parker likable as a character. The villain manages to be more realistic than the usual rogues gallery and still has enough menace to create tension. Sure, the special effects aren't particularly special, and you can see how uh, at pains they were... uh, you can see how at pains they were trying to limit the amount of Spider-Manning that goes on uh, in the film, but it ends up being a good time. Certainly wasn't as painful as Ameri- uh, Captain America's pilot movie. Oh well, that uh, I'd like to see a Captain America. Yeah, pilot we movie. we really shit on this trailer, but I'm kind of like, I feel like I can assume this is like a TV spot for this movie because of how horribly bad it looks. And 1970s TV is so, so, so awful. It's so uh, awful. Like, it somehow looks worse than 60s TV because they were so desperate to have colors in it so quickly uh, that just it's like all of 70s TV is so unwatchably ugly. Um, I think <laughs> this, is, pretty this is a victim though. of that. Like if, it, like if it provides any perspective, like this is the same year that the first Star Wars came out. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's okay. Yeah, bad special effects were super in back then. Yeah. Derek, you have a face for uh, 1970s TV, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying you're ugly because you just said 1970s TV is ugly. Yeah. Oh, oh I cannot. Not you. cool, Thought you man. From my beard and long hair and rugged, mannish charm. Well, you, <laughs> you do look like an extra in like the Jedi Council for sure. Derek, if it makes you feel any better, I thought the same thing you thought. I thought that's what he was talking about, your mannish charm and yes. your beard. And all those shows <laughs> that I did that took place in the 70s. I feel like I'm like <laughs> a 1990s radio host where I, I, everything I'm saying is trying to be really mean. <laughs> like, what What is the 1990s radio? What is like Howard Stern? It's like, it's like I'm... I'm Fort Boy with Cash Cow, and we're going to beat you up in the morning with our verbal assaults. Whack, whack, like stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that still exists. <laughs> that hasn't yeah, ended. That's just radio. Well, yeah, maybe my family stopped listening to radio after the 90s because we were like, there's like better stuff. Like, no, every once in a while I turn on a real actual radio, and if it's between certain hours, then it's that. Yeah, like like uh, Z100 when they like do the prank yeah. phone calls on people. Corn cob <laughs> and the boner. Wait, wait! I, yeah. I just found the most amazing quote from um, the uh, Nicholas Hammond, the guy who played Spider Man. 
He said, when I was offered this role, I told them, I don't want this to be campy or cliche like other superhero movies. I want this to be original and have depth. Uh, and he, and then he said, and the movie gave it justice. Did anything about that movie trailer look like it wasn't cliche or campy? Well, it definitely did not have what I would call depth. <laughs> well, yeah, but also like we're, you know, we're judging the trailers. We're judging, we're judging the book by its trailer. So, you know, that's true. This that's, is, this that is was my same point about like, it's probably, that's probably a TV spot for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just as uh, just as we have to accept the racism of the '40s, '70s TV just wasn't so hot. Looked so bad. It looked like you know those ugly like the the like green toilet seats your grandma has, and just like I actually I actually really like the weird '70s house stuff. Just What's orange, I love a, a orange wood, vomit nothing, in one of those yeah, in one of those green, and green egg toilets. Green vomit and 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 wooden to, wooden toilet seats. I love. I love a wooden seat. toilet seat. If I can't get a splinter from your toilet, it's a toilet I don't want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the 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 bad decor I think is good. Some I mean people like the bad cheesy '70s stuff. I mean it's just like you're it preaching to the how, choir here. Preaching to the choir. But I will like because <laughs> it's like making making live shows that take place in the 1970s have been what I've been doing since for like two years. So like, I fully appreciate all of that, but it will also be the first to say that they're fuck ugly. Am I allowed to say fuck on a podcast? Fuck. Not anymore. Absolutely. Fuck ugly. Ass. Oh man. (laughs) Please, please just cut off the episode with me going ass. And on that note, we are all done with the, the, the reviews of original old school uh, movie trailers for superhero movies and uh, it was a lot of fun uh, we learned a lot that, um, about the time and I felt like we really traveled back in time but that's all the time for us and thank you so much for listening to Knuckleheads I hope you're all safe and sound wherever you are